What's up, everybody? I'm Mark. Oh, you don't want to do the part where there's no. eight, 18 overlaying organ chords? No. Okay. No. Takata and Fuga D minor not doing it for you today, huh? No. I'm Mark. I'm Alex. And this is The Shroud Pop. Woo! It's Halloween! So let's drink. www.theshotpod.com There's a zero in shot and everything is available on that website. That's the spot to go. This is episode 97. Alright, so Tuesday is Halloween. Which is probably when you'll be hearing this. And part one, I can probably get edited up for Tuesday, so you might hear this on Wednesday. But we will definitely uh, anybody that's li- um, been li- been listening for this month, our episode last week, episode ninety six was Halloween. It was pretty much all Halloween. We talked lots yeah. and lots about it. Even the second part, which was um, a little less Halloweeny, we still it was hard. I, I listening back, it had a hard time getting away from that theme. So lots to talk about that. And of course, then we covered the year nineteen ninety six. And in this episode, we will be continuing to talk about Halloween and covering nineteen ninety seven. Another, this one's a fun year. This I was ten. Mark would have been what 14, 15, I guess at this point. So we we, we were we're little human beings. We started, you know, we've got our own musical taste. We've got our own, you know. I remember the songs that the songs that came out then that I play now. I play yeah. now on stage because they hit me as a ten year old when they were new and they're still classics. You know, like uh, you know the Verve you know, stuff like that. You know, yeah. I, mean, I remember when that came out. So we're gonna talk about that. Get into games, movies, and news events from the year ninety seven. Um, but one thing we I wanted to talk in this episode about it was Halloween music. Like, just what some of the, you know, I've been to a couple haunts now. I've been out in the Halloween world, so, uh, you know, just hearing the songs they're playing when you're in line and talking about if you're having a party, what are good songs to add on to your playlist. We'll talk a little bit about that because there's so much. You don't realize it until you go digging, but there's a lot of really good Halloween music. So, f- the, one of the first things I want to I want to get out is I want to give a little bit of a re- review of Five Nights at Freddy's the movie. Okay, so my boys actually watched it last night at my my apartment. All the guys watched it, so I saw little bits of it when I yeah. walked out. Got pieces of it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear how you feel about this. So, a man named Scott Cawthon made a video game called Chipper and Sons Lumber Co. Player said the main character, a beaver, looked like a scary animatronic animal, and a reviewer called it unintentionally horrifying. Now, the crit- criticism hurt at first, but then Scott decided to run with it and make a scary game. Thus, Five Nights at Freddy's was born. Kind of reminds me of like that meme where it's like um, when we were kids, everything was horrifying, and it shows yeah. it shows the Chuck E. Cheese mouse with his band. Yeah, but it's an actual shot of the eighties, maybe eighty four, eighty five animatronics, like in the first two or three, yeah. and they look like they're gonna kill you. They look <laughs> horrifying, scary, and we were small children going up to these <laughs> animatronics and like they would, and just be like, look, mom, it's Chucky the mouse, right? <laughs> yeah. So I like I love that they they made a horror out of this. So, first thing I want to ask you is compared to the original, like, it, can it touch it? Is it on the, in the same realm? What do you mean compared to the original? Well, Five Nights at Freddy's was a movie that came out in the 80s. No. Was it not? No. Five, Five Nights at Freddy's is strictly based on the video game that came out in 2015, 2016. Oh, okay. Never mind. I have no idea then. I thought this was an <laughs> 80s franchise that was getting no. rebooted. Nope. See? 
So, however, horribly in, uninformed. In 2015, so sorry. In May 2016, Cawthon announced all games would. Uh, sorry, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. Okay, so uh, the crit- criticism heard it first. Then Scott decided to run with it and make a scary game, Five Nights at Freddy's. It was a crowdsourced game distributed. Distributed digitally. Digitally, so there was no hard copies of it. No. What platforms was it available on? It? Only on PC when it first came. It was only available. It on was PC. released on Steam. Then well-known YouTube streamers picked it up, and the game is blo- Steam blew not up. like the PSN or the Xbox Game Pass store, but for PC people. So it's like the online place where you Basically, can stream yeah. games. For is that what it is? Okay, I'm just curious, just because I don't know anything. It's about just this. it's just a video game library. Okay, but you have yeah. to subscribe to and can only access through a PC. You, no, you don't subscribe to anything. You just oh, it's just online. You just create an account and and then no wonder PC guys are <laughs> are doing what they do. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so in May 2016, Cawthon announced all games would be remade by third-party developers to bring the game to consoles. However, in 2015, he announced on his website he would be publishing his first novel with stories different from the game. Also in 2015, Warner Brothers bought the film rights. However, there were so many complications with the studio that what they had wasn't good and Cawthon wanted something the fan base could be proud of, so he then tweeted a picture of Bloomhouse Productions. There have been scripts that were scrapped and a dozen or so rewrites, but finally they made a movie that would make the fan base proud. IGN gives this movie a four... Four out of ten, claiming it spends too much time building backstory and not enough time with the animatronics. And that is a bunch of bull hooey. Bull hooey? Yes. Ethan has been obsessed with the franchise since he was little and won't pass up any new games that come out. He also took to the community and watched YouTubers stream it and listened to fan-made music. Now, I give this movie a ten out of ten and listen to the reasons why. The movie story was pretty good. It sticks with the lore of the franchise while creating an all-new backstory for the character uh, you play in the game, but in the movie. And uh, a backstory for a female cop character, so uh, that was good. The animatronics are great, as good I as... I saw some of the, the, the clips when I was walking in and out of the, of the animatronics, and they're... It's not just that the animatronics are good, it's the shots. It's the cinematography. Yeah. They really... Like, you can... You can do this and shoot it, and it be and it look kind of crappy. They did a really good job. They did a. It, it, you don't get dizzy. There's not a lot of shaky camera. It's clear and it's scary. It's just scary angle. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, and uh, they're as good as anybody can expect. They're better than Chuck E. Cheese's animatronics. Oh yeah. And there's a part but nowhere near as terrifying. There's a part of the movie where they got friendly, and I was like, oh blah blah blah. What is this? But it played an important part of the story, and was actually really smart how they played it out. It went back to horror real quick. It, okay, so at one point the I don't I didn't catch this. So at one point that they just start being nice to them, uh, specifically nice to this guy's little sister. Oh well, I mean it's the little sister, right? I mean, yeah, but there's there's a re- reasoning for that. But you know what I, I find to be the best part of the movie? YouTubers helped build this game up. The reason the franchise is as big as it is is because of the YouTubers who streamed it. So what do the creators of this movie do? They put YouTubers in it. Corey X. No Kenshin way. is a YouTube streamer who streams a fair amount of horror slash indie horror, and he was a cab driver in this movie. Oh, that is so cool. Another streamer for a team called Game Theory named Matt Patrick, otherwise known as Matt Pat, was in this movie too. I had no, no idea who they were, but sure enough, <laughs> Ethan pointed them out. Although I mentioned to Ethan if 
there would be a fan made song or uh, that he listened to the fan made song and I wanted to know what that was called. So when Ethan was uh, was little, he used to listen to songs on his iPod in the car, and one of the songs was a fan-made song for Five Nights at Freddy's. It was considered the unofficial song of Five Nights at Freddy's called Five Nights at Freddy's by The Living Tombstone. Now, the song is catchy. It gets stuck in your head, but it does what it's supposed to do. It sounds like a theme for FNAF, if you will. So yeah. they they actually put that at the end of the movie. So... It's kind of official. I now. love when franchises have bad acronyms. Like my one of my favorite bands is Pain of Salvation, which is POS. So I just love when everyone's like, "Yeah, the POS community is really coming together yeah. here." I'm just like, "So the piece of sh- is really coming together here." It just makes me giggle. This another one. All right, all right, guys. The FNAF community really came together here. They're like, "What'd you just call us?" Yeah. <laughs> so I thought because of the fact that the creator is giving back to the community that built it, ten out of ten. It was. As I said, YouTubers help bring it out and, and make it what it was. And the creator's like, you know what? I'm going to get YouTubers in here. I think that's really cool because the YouTubers now have uh, a Hollywood credit. You yeah. know what I mean? To their name. I'm going to make my face say I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. So they have, a, they have a Hollywood credit to their name, which means this is, they've immediately got their... You, know, you don't have to go out and... F- so here we go. My first quack. <laughs> you don't have to go out and audition. You know what I mean? Like It's hard to get in movies. It's just difficult. I like stories like Terry Crews, where he was just like, they're like, yo, you should go hang out at the set that's in the city you're hanging out in. And they just noticed him and were like, do you want to be a security guard in our movie? Never auditioned, doesn't have an agent, nothing. And then he became Terry Crews. You know what I mean? He went from there. This, these guys could take uh, this as the same opportunity. You yeah. know, hey, do you want to be in my movie? I'm just a YouTube guy. I know, but you helped with this community. And, and you're one of the biggest parts. And now we're homies. I know you can't act, but I'll give you a small role. You know, we'll get, it'll be a one day of shooting. You know, come on out. Yeah, okay. That guy now could get cast in anything. You know what I mean? Cuz he's got a movie that did well under under his belt that's doing well, that's making money even even if it, you know, people didn't like it. If people criticized it, it's still you were in a blockbuster bef- and before that you weren't. Yeah. Bottom line, I love that. That they now have an opportunity to go and do something more than just be a YouTuber. And not to be mean to that, but I think every YouTuber's goal is to be more famous. The only reason you're a YouTuber is because you like being you're like I want to be famous, but you know, I don't want to. I don't really believe in these traditional routes of going to Hollywood or New York and auditioning, or you know, being a writer and getting really fat, and eating a lot of pizza, and getting super suicidal. I think you have to do all those things until you get well, in order to become a writer. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to do any of these trials. You know what I mean? You don't want to be a comedian and play every club all over the world to four people for ten years until somebody gives you a Netflix special. You can skip all of that if you get. That kind of opportunity, yeah. but you got to look out for these. The opportunities knock, and it's easy to not hear that door because it's a, it's a quiet knock, right? Yeah. You know, Terry Crews could have easily been like, "Nah, man, I'm." He had to work that day. He was supposed to work. He called in sick so he could show up at the set and pretend and hang out with trying to hang out with Denzel and see how Denzel acts. You know, yeah. like he could have just not done it. He had other responsibilities. He chose that day to, to for that. Similar to these guys, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll do that one scene or whatever. And I just think that's so cool that that yeah. that's what it's all about. Man. So. This movie has animatronics in it, obviously. And then there were like animatronic costumes in it as well. They tried to make some sort of interactive costume that uh, that still moved like an animatronic, but essentially could be moved moved around. And, and I guess that's part of the the uh, the story in the game as well. And uh, so it's essentially the ghosts of of children uh, kind of haunt these animatronics. The now, the reason behind this is, 
uh, there was a man that took these children. And, right. and after taking the children, he put their bodies into these machines. Now, these machines, as you learn in the, in the movie, are loaded with spring traps that just kill you. Yeah. They, they, they just do so much physical damage that you will die within uh, the, these machines. That's cool. So, you, so Mike, the security guard, is the guy that you play in the first one. So you literally just show up, you're a security guard, watching the monitors as these creatures slowly move closer and closer to you, and you, you, uh, <laughs> your lights will shut out, the power goes out, you have to turn the power back on, and you constantly have to check the monitors, and then whenever the creatures are around, you, you can't be looking at them because you'll die. Do you have creepy music for when we... I want to talk about that game we were just watching, too. <laughs> yeah. Do you have creepy music you can bring up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Let's do that. It means we're into this mode. Let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, as... So, so... Can I talk... Okay, when you... While you're bringing it up, I'll talk about Brawley Woods. Well, when you're yeah. When you're done this. So, um, Mike, uh, he's... When he was a kid, his brother uh, was taken. So, he's out on a camping picnic with his family, and his little brother gets taken, so it haunts him. So, he's actually... Uh, read somewhere that the mind can trap every single detail of something that you see. They say that you only use 10% of your actual yeah. brain. So, so he's trying to unlock every detail that he saw. So what he's trying to do is when he goes to sleep, he's got a picture of Nebraska uh, above his bed. So like he'll look up and see Nebraska, and then he'll put on headphones with nature sounds to try to recreate the setting of where he was when his brother was taken. Interesting. So that he can try to see everything he can and see who took his brother. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's clever. So... Uh, you find out, so he's got a little sister that he's essentially taking care of, and he's he's kind of over-emotional because of his situation, because of his upbringing, because of, because of his little brother going. So he was a security guard, and he watches a, a parent who kind of aggressively grabs his child and walks walks away with his own child, but he doesn't know that they're related. He chases after the father and beats the piss out of him. Right. Yeah. So he gets fired from that job. So then he goes to uh, a work agency, and Matthew Lillard is the guy who's like, well, actually, there's this one place, but it's night shift. And he's like, I'm not going to do night shifts. But he eventually Even, yeah, yeah. takes on the night shift. Everyone's got a, uh, everyone's got a, a price. <laughs> yeah. So the first night goes uh, uneventful and everything's fine. He he takes his pills to sleep. He sleeps, whatever. That's fine. And then uh, and then the next night is when uh, things start to move. And uh, and there's an officer that stops by. And the officer is uh, is a young woman who was in who was the love interest in the first season of you on Netflix. Um, I, I don't know the what actress, her name was. Yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, he eventually ends up taking his daughter to work because the the babysitter who babysit not his daughter his sister uh, because the babysitter who babysits his sister uh, was kind of in evil cahoots with his aunt because his aunt is trying to get custody of his sister. Okay. So they're trying to say, yes. oh, he he got a job as a security guard. So maybe when he's not there, you go mess up the place. So they they went to mess up the place at a door he left unlocked, 
at, at the the at the Freddy's. Place. At Five Nights at, at uh, yeah Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's Pizzeria is what oh, it's Freddy's called. Pizza. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So they get in there, and of course they all get slaughtered by the machines. So the babysitter's not available. So the next night he goes to work, he has to go in there. Oh, so sister. they go in when he's not there, get killed, and then so he just. <laughs> well, I can't get a hold of the babysitter. Guess I'll yeah. bring my kid to work, and they've all been murdered there. Oh Jesus! Yeah, but they've been like I imagine the machines hide the bodies. They don't just like yeah. The, the machines kind of hid the bodies in old spare parts of oh, themselves. So they, oh, that's what they do, right? They consume yeah. you all. That's pretty cool. That's our, oh, there you go again. Too many quacks. No, that sounds pretty terrifying, dude. I like that. Uh, the I didn't see the ending of it, but I definitely saw the when they're watching the monitors. Yeah. And things that caught that scene. So the part where all these animatronics are being super duper friendly, they're being super duper friendly to the sister because they want her. Right. They want her to become one of them. One so when you're watching us. it, so when one of us. yeah, so when one you're watching it, you're like, oh man, why is it being so friendly? And then it's like, oh okay, because it gets to the point where, where uh, the the ghosts of the children are visiting uh, Mike in his dreams, and they're asking, well. We know who did it. What do you want? And the guy's like, anything. Uh, I'll, I'll do anything to figure out uh, who who took my brother. Right. It's like, okay, well, we want your sister. And at first he says, yes. Oh, right. And then and then he kind of wakes up. He's Sorry, like, no, sir. no, 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 I, do, I don't want that. I don't want it. So now Sorry. he's trying to say. Sorry, sis. My bad. Yeah. Damn, that's actually kind of effed up. That would be, that'd be a tough one. Yeah, you can find out what happened to your brother, but we're gonna take your sister. If it was my, if it was we're gonna take your daughter, it'd be like, nah. But your sister, be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got another sister. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my goodness! So, what would you give the movie out of out of ten? I guess or out of well, five? We, I mean, we've been going out of five lately when we rate. Stuff. So, if 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 we were to go uh, out of five, like realistically, as per the movie itself, I'd probably give it. Three, three point nine out of five. Okay, all right. So, but the reason why I gave it like ten out of ten was because of it um, involving the community that yeah, and and how it got. So basically, the I like one thing I got to say about this is like that this contributes to your franchise because if it's a negative outlook on the franchise and it's an amazing show, takes away. Yeah, look at Ahsoka. Ahsoka was a great show, but there's so much bad blood around Star Wars and so much controversy around all this BS. People don't care, and it's kind of taking away from how great the show is because yeah. of that. This is a show with a great community, and it's adding to the plot and the story and adding to the experience of seeing it because you get to see these YouTubers and because you, you maybe you learn something about, about this, you know, this whole community. Yeah, I like that. I think that's really, really cool. Um, so you give it a 3.9 3. out of 5. Um, uh, if you're looking for stuff to do... We were talking a little bit last week about all this stuff. That I was talking about Phantom Farms. Phantom Farms was, was uh, I didn't get to go this year, but they are open for the first time since 2019. Uh, they, they Because they're so hands-on and touchy, and they're also kind of, well, they're kind of like us. They're the type of people that would probably come on the show. You know, they're not about all this pump, you know, vaccines into you, do what the government says. You know, the people that run Phantom Farms were the, are the type of people that would pr- probably helped out. With the con- they might be worried about their bank accounts because they sent money to the convoy. You know what I mean? Like they're just good people. Like they're good, you know, poor Perry people. So this is their first year back, and I'm hearing great things. I didn't get to go, but Brawley Woods is crazy this year. They are bigger than they were the year before. Um, they've got and and you can see what they're doing next year already. Like they've got uh, they just laid the con- a, a giant concrete foundation for like right near the entrance, and it's right now it's just storage. It's just a storage shed for for like some extra toys and stuff, like extra 
you know, uh, stuff for the for for the for the walk for the woods, right? But you can tell what's coming. Like it's full of stuff for next year. They're talking about how they want to do not only they want it to be a festival, not just yeah. Halloween uh, walk with the Brawley Woods walk, which is what it mainly is. But they want um, they, this year they had a, uh, a guy's doing. I don't know, the camera was called Vampire Dogs or something to do with hot dogs, but it was like kind of crazy and badass. Like, yeah. And so you could go and order uh, Zombie Dogs. It was called Zombie Dogs, a food truck. So they had sausages and burgers and stuff. So they're, they're trying to get food trucks there so that you can show up and eat and, and they pay for rent the space because they got the big field. I think they're trying, because in the beginning, you used to show up and everyone would just drink beer in the field before they went into the thing. Now, obviously, they can't do that now they got security. But I think they'd like to have like a beer tent. Like they're setting it up so you can go and they're going to have a place where you can go have a drink. Yeah. Then they'll have the woods walk and then they want to have a corn maze, like a big, like actual scary corn amazing one that's so complicated like if you are lost you'll have to yell and they'll come get you you know what i mean like yeah. it'll be like uh, you have to be accompanied by an adult i think they're working on that but the woods itself has been brought built up they built a, a fake church at the entrance to the woods that wasn't there last year they used to have a big blow up uh clown that you'd go under he's at the front now he he's how you go out when you go home but they built a, a church. Like they, it's you can tell it's fake because when you look at the back, you can see like there's no back. Like yeah. the way. But they built this. They said they started like almost before they finished last year. They started laying this stuff. So they these guys are are giving her. It's all volunteers. They actually while we were there because I was dressed up. Me and my girl were there dressed up. They kept coming up to us and saying you guys look really good, and they loved our reactions like when we were going through the woods and we were like kids would come up to us and ask us for like high five or a picture and I'd get right into them. I'd be like ah oh, look at this little look at this little one. You better don't get too close to heart. Earlier, I might have to kill you. <laughs> you know, like I was messing with the kids. <laughs> so they were like, dude, you guys should come back and work here. Like, you guys come back next year and work here, man. This would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I'm, it was just kind of neat. So, like, they're, they're, they're community based people who are there volunteering. There was like 10 year old kids. And they're working there, like they're they're it's a job. They dress up like the ring girl, or they dress up like Chucky, and then they go up to the line and mess with other kids. And because they're kids too, then the kids are kind of talking and shooting uh -huh. it. Yeah, it was just a cute vibe. It was a cool thing. So yeah, and the weather. Oh my god, we've had such amazing weather this year. It was like 17 degrees while we were waiting. I will tell you right now, they close at 11 because and that's and you barely get in before midnight. Yeah. If you show up at 11. So they do have a cutoff, so it's better to go in early. So by the time you guys are all hearing this, this is all plans for next year at this point, but Brawley will be bigger and better next year. You could see they want to make it a, a Halloween festival, basically. They had, in the center, they had a coach with the three reindeer, skeleton reindeer, not exactly from Nightmare Before Christmas, but similar to Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And they were playing nothing but songs from that movie. And then they played the, I was like in line like, you know, our last night did a sick version of This is Halloween, This is Halloween. It was like this crazy prog version of the song. with Very heavy, very cool. Um, and they played it. I said <laughs> it, and like 10 minutes later, it comes over over the PA. And I'm like, Jesus, man, that's good for them. Um, you know, somebody's watching me. Had to get that. All that stuff. A heavy version of it. Like a... a down tune. It sounded like our last night, but it wasn't. It was it had like kind of like an emo voice. Somebody's watching me. Kind of like a, almost like an MCR vibe. So yeah, they had like covers of of, of Halloween songs. Very cool. Brawley was sick. And I'm not gonna lie, it was seventy dollars just to do the walk. Yeah. For two people, two people, mind you. And by the time we ate, Ubered up there, got home, it was almost two hundred bucks. Yeah. To Uber, we did Uber north of Ajax. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it can be. 
There's a lot of parking, so I would suggest driving. But uh, it, I, I'm looking forward to going next year. I would recommend nice. it for sure. I heard the Halloween Haunt, because I've now talked to three people that went to the Canada's Wonderland Halloween Haunt, is quickly l- falling in, li- in the priorities. Like, why go to Vaughn to see what would most people would consider a six and a half out of ten experience? Seven out of ten experience when there's nine out of ten experiences in Port Perry. There's Brawley. There's one on Taunton Road right by the, the highway. I can't remember what it's called. It's just like a woods walk. It's a little yeah. more tame, but it's really sweet and cool, too. The college has got stuff up there. Like, this just everywhere. There's all there's places. And now there's escape rooms. All the escape rooms that are local are all doing Halloween things. Part of the fun of uh, the Wonderland uh, Halloween haunt, though, is you can ride the roller coasters in the dark with, with special lights. But the problem with that is that there's so many that the lineups are so long that you waste most of the time for Halloween haunt in lines. That I'll give you that. There, there's a balance though. You can you, you find a day like I don't know if you can find the balance because it used to be open Friday, Saturday, Sunday every weekend up to Halloween in October. So from the first weekend, sometimes even the last weekend of September. So you could go the best time to go was the first week or the second week. That was when the least amount of people were there because it was the furthest away from Halloween. Most people don't even picked up a costume yet. You could go, ride the coasters, do all the haunts in two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. I've done that. And, and then you walk on Leviathan. You know what I mean? Well, pretty much walk on, which is you're never going to do in another circumstance. So there are ways to, to ride it. But it's gotten so busy now, bec- and the population of Maple and Vaughn and Toronto has increased so exponentially and not in a good way like in the way where they have sewage issues traffic issues like these towns are oh, can I swear yet? I can't swear yet these disgusting cesspool towns are just being drowned <laughs> in, in, in new Canadians we'll, we'll say that's a nice way to say yeah. it and it's just saturating the whole experience of heading out there and it's why I don't go out there anymore yeah. because it's just too much traffic too much BS and too many people bottom line I would personally recommend supporting local. Uh, Canada's Wonderland is a giant corporation. It is just another beast to feed. It's another Costco. It's another Walmart. If if you really want to give your money and you uh, to somebody for Halloween and, and experience things, I would do local and try to do things that you know the money's going to a family that owns the property or something like that. Because as much as I feel like I just don't feel like if you've got a they have a billion dollar corporation and they're offering an experience that's close but not quite as cool as people that own farms and have friends. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like, f off. You know what I mean? Like, you're not. You don't deserve my money, and you certainly don't deserve my hour and a half drive on the 407 to get to you uh, right now. That could change. I might be like, Yo, Waterland's dope this year. Everybody should go. But right now, I feel like they're falling off compared to what else is out there. And you know, bottom line is, is where my money goes is important to me now. You know, all these yeah. mortgages and all this stuff going on in the world. You know, Canada and our prime minister squeezing us to the point where we're all dying uh, we can't afford to feed ourselves it's like well if groceries are this expensive where am i going to take the kids for halloween i want to make it count i want to make sure it's a good experience and not just another run of the mill i showed up the kids got scared we went on two rides you know what i mean yeah and i think you'd be better off doing doing something else outside of wonderland for a little while just because corporate america is fat enough yeah that's my feelings on that but yeah brawley woods i recommend it was sick this year next year will be even better. so we're going to talk about another game really quick before this half hour ends and and it'll lead into past the half hour so if you want to hear more about it you got to tune into to the full episode so this game is called the mortuary's assistant and that's a hard thing to spell mortuary just so you i know most people are like well how how do i uh, the m uh mort the m assistant that's what they're gonna put 
but yeah, so yeah. look it up. <laughs> so, uh, and the, the point of this game is, um, so the mort mortuary main doctor has more or less been fighting demons for a while, and he, he wants a night off. And and so you basically come in to, to take over. And so you have to... You're a female doctor. You're a female doctor named in a mortuary Rebecca. At night, alone. <laughs> In a mortuary at night alone, and you have to examine three corpses. One of those corpses is possessed. Now, this game's only avail available on PC right now. It's on Steam right now. It's actually on sale for 20 bucks. I'll be picking it up myself and hoping to stream it Tuesday or Thursday. But, so... I gotta get on this Twitch... Twitch? What's the stream service again? Twitch. Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah I gotta, I gotta do that because I, I would like to watch that. Yeah. Because like we were watching her, and I was yelling like, "Pick up the phone or go in that closet!" And she, and, and she wasn't the lady that was playing. But like, I know you have more common sense and balls, yeah. so that if you're playing, I'll be like, "The phone, Mark. The phone, Mark. Mark will go get the phone." I, I'd go, I'd go get the phone. <laughs> At the very but, but least, like, hang it up. But when me. you see like a shadow figure with red eyes, and and I'm like, "Well, don't, don't go there. Don't." And the woman's like, she goes hesitantly, right just going there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, th this girl ended up dying, like... A lot, a lot. <laughs> and, like, stuff that even I, me as a bad video game guy wouldn't do. So just the quick premise of the game, like, he, he explained that you're trying to find the demon, but it's uh, similar to the Exorcist game in the way that, like, you've got... You're in a building with only so many rooms, so you've got, like, a bathroom and the, the, the office that the, mor the, the mortician would use, and then there's the lab, and then there's the, the room where the furnace is where you burn the bodies and, and store them. And then there's like this little office space and a hallway in the middle. So it's only like five or six, a very small little map, you know. But like, it's it's very clever. Like because it's Halloween, there's a Halloween poster that says "Happy Halloween" on the door, and it'll say yeah. "Merry Christmas" in a couple months. Like they do update it for that. You can get one of the people that you're embalming. Because yeah, and the the cool thing about this game is that you actually learn how to be a mortician. Like outside of the fact the demons and the story, it in its essence you start and it's like you pull up a ch uh, a checklist and it's like. Go to the body and cut a hole in the side of the neck, and you know, put this tube in. And you got to hold. You got to use um, hemostats. Forceps. They're called forceps. I call them hemostats. I guess that's the '80s thing that they used to say. I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The things that we used to use to hold our roaches when we smoked joints back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we use a couple of those things to hold the skin back and like suck the blood out or let the blood drain. And like, while that's happening, maybe the lights will flick. <laughs> the spooky sounds are freaking Alex out. That's what'll happen. That no, what, what, what we're, that's what'll happen. You'll just be like, what, "What's that?" And then you'll get up and look over in the corner, and and he'll be glaring at you. This this black shadow will just be staring at you, and you're like, "Oh, there it goes." You'll be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> you'll be like, "What the motherfuck am I gonna do?" Like, but but there's th so many different things that can happen. Whether you see a shadow figure, or you see a person hanging from a rope, or you see a demon on top of a cabinet. You probably haven't even seen all the things that can happen. Oh, exactly. Or whether uh, the body that you were examining is just gone, and you're like, uh, yep, yep, what? Yep. So, like, so many things. Um. Also, demons can just like open a door and like like look at you like woo, and then just run away, like hide and seek, like what? And then if you go over to that door. Like, it's there. Yeah. Like, it's insane. So you avoid that door. You know what I mean? It's really, really, really cool. It, it's it's thrilling. But one thing I can guarantee you, if none of that sounds appealing, you will learn how to, to be a mortician. You will definitely <laughs> yeah. learn about formaldehyde and all the chemicals involved. Like you, act, It gives you a checklist of what chemicals you need to embalm. It gives you a checklist of all these things. And Mark, who works for a cleaning company that cleans industrial places, has cleaned a, mor a mortuary 
on a regular basis and has shown me video of uh, from years and a couple years ago of him at one where there was a horrible howling noise coming from like the garage where they would pull the vehicles for the cemetery in or I guess probably the ambulances or whatever whatever hearse you know yeah. whatever the body's in they pull them in in through this garage door and the noise that was coming out of this garage was fucking terrifying and he's like yeah that's just there and it was never there again <laughs> just crazy right so like mark kind of gets how creepy a mor- mortuary can be or a morgue can be at in the night you know what i mean like it's it's freaking weird there's a vibe of, of a place where bodies go you know what i mean so this game captures that also tell them about tell me about the warning the warning that the game oh so the warning at the beginning of the game it just talks about how um y- like it's loosely based on actual events. Yes, this has been loosely based on a true story. Yeah, and to top that off with so much fear, when you experience so much fear, you can actually manifest uh, a haunting yourself. Basically, you you glow you glow bright green in, in for the demon, so that he's looking like who can I yeah. get a hold of? Well, I mean, like you're the one. Yeah. So, like, even if you're in a haunted house, it'll go after the most susceptible one yeah. to fear, exactly. and and it'll start playing games and, and So and the game stuff, says so. basically, like, if you start having weird occurrences in your home because you're playing this game, like, go to a church right away, or <laughs> or or, or uh, some type of paranormal professional like google one in your area like like for real like the game's not kidding like they put this disclaimer in the beginning so that like because it's based on true events clearly this demon is like still something that there's like mystery shrouded around like they, they never really solved all this so have they aggravated this demon by making a game out of this they're not sure so they made the warning so that if the yeah, like I just think that's kind of neat. Like I'd love to hear stories of people like, so I was playing this game and then all of a sudden all my cupboards started slamming. So, like this shit can happen. To that effect, there are tons of videos out there of streamers who experience uh, paranormal phenomena of their door closing when they're the only one here They'll, or something will bang or fall over and they're like, yo, what? Or there's a video where. Um, where there was a, a bunch of people connected. I don't know if it was like a Zoom call or something like that. And uh, and everybody watched a shadow walk behind this guy. And everybody's freaking out. He's like, what? What? No, no, no. Play that back. Play the back. Yeah, Flip it. Yeah. Play it back. You play it back and he's there. Yeah. You see it, and it, but then there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, naysayers would say, oh, it could have been dust on the camera. It could have been this, could have been that. But when you see it. Like when you, I've seen these some of this footage. I've seen footage of guys playing where they got the the best pl- way to do it is the guys that are PC gamers and they put the um, the webcam kind of like stage stage left, so that you're looking at the guy from his left side in almost like a fisheye, and you can usually see the door to their room or they can see a poster in the back, right? Yeah, that's when you see shadows in the background. You know, you know, it's funny though. After watching all these videos and stuff. Anytime I stream a scary game, I, I don't often think about the fact that I have an entire rec room behind me while I'm while I'm streaming. And but like because yeah, you just have the white light that you sit on your table yeah. and then you set the camera opposite the light or do you sit behind it? Uh, it stays on the monitor right there. OK, so, yeah, so, so it, it is opposite. Yeah. So, so it, you've got good lighting. So it literally shows me and everything behind me but i'm not paying attention to that but i can tell you if i'm playing a very scary game that's that's really 
because I'm fully immersed in it. You were doing I, when you were I like, isolation. Uh, I kind of like sink down in my chair a little bit. <laughs> That's one thing I like about my room that I love. Like I've been, when I play Alien Isolation, which I can't wait to be do again. My my PlayStation controller recently, the L3, just stopped working, and it's a cheap like knockoff controller, so I'm not surprised. But oh my god, that's that's how you run in like every freaking game. So I haven't been able to play games where I have to do a lot of running. So I can't wait to get back into isolation so I can run again because it's so good for that. But one, my room isn't like yours isn't a long rec room. Like my my room's longer, but I got a closet on one side, and then on the other side is the window and my table. And I'll tell you, man, it is so comforting when you're really scared. And you look away from the screen, and it's just like my little my little room on my bed. I usually I have like a stuffed Sonic and a stuffed Mega Man. I'm like. We're good, right, guys? <laughs> you know, you got me, right? You know what I mean? Like, I do have those moments. Um, and I've been getting them with um, Dead by Daylight did an update for Halloween. Holy shit. Have you played? No. No. So if you do the update, I don't know what it's from, but now every map has a second map within it because you go to, like, the Shadow Realm. So there's these, like, time-space pockets open up. Yeah. It's just like a tear in time. And if you touch enough of them and you've got the right stats, I don't know how it works, but you know, if you get to enough of them, you you, you just you're in the map. But now, like the you know the sky is falling and it looks like you're in like the multiverse, like it's some type of multi-dimensional thing, but you're still on the map. Yeah. So if the the the, the killer follows you through to this like realm and hooks you in the realm, you, you're stuck there. You you can't get out. And your friends that are in the regular realm, if they go to the spot where you're hung up, they just see like a silhouette of you screaming, but they can't hear you. And now you know you need to go into the other realm to find them, to, to rescue them. So, you know, it adds this extra layer to, to that. And then the killer, of course, has special different powers in the other realm compared to, you know, whatever map you got, whether it was the Crystal Lake map or the Scream map. Like there's a, you know, there's a Saw map, you know, the Saw with the Saw room. You know, the yeah. all the DVD rooms are very cool. Some of the maps are really cool. But the fact that they, they've now doubled their size with this other realm. And then once you once you get into these little time pockets, they become portals. They become they look like a little miniature purple hurricane, like a purple hurricane just in the middle of the map. Yeah. The killer can hide in them. So you're going, going up to the portal to go through, and then, boom, he's there. He just comes <laughs> out of the mist. Ah! And he's like, you know, you're like, oh, God, it's Jason or the Xenomorph. They have a Xenomorph skin on DVD. It is. T it moves like the yeah. Xenomorph. You know, I don't know if you've seen the Nemesis in DVD, yep. but it's not good. You know, it doesn't really look that good. It doesn't walk like him. Nemesis is terrifying because of his demeanor, because yeah. of all that. So the, the Xenomorph is similar. The Xenomorph can be like look like a doll if you do it the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like Family Guy. Oh, maybe I'll eat you with my big mouth. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I need you in my little mouth. <coughs> right? You can make it a joke, but not in this game. No, they get it right. <coughs> the thing with the Xenomorph that's terrifying is the tail. The Xenomorph doesn't really move. It kind of stays crouched down, but the tail is always swinging. It's always creeping around. And so that's what it does in this game. Is the tail's always on the move. It's so cool. So cool. Uh, they added all those types of skins. They added um, the Xenomorph's been added. There's been several other franchises they've gotten. Definitely cool. If if you are a DVD fan, you should be trying to get into it this Halloween because the update that they've added for it's really, yeah. really neat. Another game that uh, I'm I really want to get is called uh, Project Nightmare. So Project Nightmare is a heard about this procedural generated game. 
uh, so that it's a different scare every time yeah, you play. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of these games where you literally can't have the same experience yeah. because of you get X players and X situations, and it always crisscrosses. There's millions and millions of combinations. Yeah, yeah. The graphics are phenomenal. It looks pretty. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of gameplay. I've heard about it and I've seen stuff online, but I haven't actually gotten. I've, I should watch a trailer or something like that because it yeah. it is a big deal. It's kind of talk of the town right now. Yeah. How many people play in that? Like, how many people do you get online when you get onto into it? Uh, I haven't watched. So I, I think it's watched, six. I haven't. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I actually haven't watched much of it because if there's a game that I want to play in stream, I won't watch. You, you a lot try of not it. to watch too much of it, ex the, except the for the mortuary. The game. mortuary's assistant. Uh, I, I'm just so fascinated by that. I had to see what it was, and like there's so there's five different endings, and I have seen maybe two of them. Yeah, it's. I would definitely think that's when you're playing that i want to watch because <laughs> even like i said before the podcast today we were just watching another person stream it who was not doing things we would do you know like do yeah. that go over there do this and she'd just do the opposite but it was still entertaining as she was Wh still scared it was shit more than entertaining I, even though she was doing driving me insane with the way she played i still enjoyed watching because she would walk away like like you said don't go to the demon then when she went to the demon something really cool would happen you know i mean obviously it was bad idea and, and you have to start again, but it was cool to just see what happens. You know what I mean? No, nah, I don't have to do that. You know, when I'm playing now, I can I know what to do, kind of idea. So yeah, it, it's 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 got that much going on, and the amount of scenarios that the bodies show up in, the hanging, and the little people in the hallway. Yeah. Then you, I didn't even see the guard. You said there was a gargoyle on a shelf at one point. Like, yeah. ah, I didn't see that. And the uh, also the fact that uh, you will kind of disappear into the vision of the person who's on your table. Yeah, I saw that a couple times, and too. And experience uh, their, what they saw before. It doesn't always died. have to be the one on the table. The person that you bring out to do the work on, yeah, but you, you, sometimes you'll walk away from them. You'll be in yeah. another room. Like in, as in the one scene I was watching, the girl, she brought out this grandma, and then she went into the bathroom that's uh, away from the more, where, where the embalming process happens. It's down the hall through the office in like a personal bathroom near the entrance. And then she passed out, had like a, a vision, passed out on the floor and was living the final moments of the lady on the table in the other room. Yeah. And you don't know it in the moment. You're like, what's going on? What happened? Somebody come? And then you're like, oh, I'm back here. Yeah. I had a vision. And it helps you with the story. Very, very cool. Yeah. Freaky. And it can happen in any anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Definitely. That that game is cool. There's, there's some cool Halloween games out there, man. Do it up. Most places, because Halloween is Tuesday are running everything till Friday. Like, I know that um, Spirit's going to be open till Friday. Some of them are open on Wednesdays and Thursdays this week. I know this, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. let's say, in the middle of the week, there's a bit of opportunity. So let's just milk Halloween. Let's drag it out a little longer than it normally gets to. I like doing that. You know what I mean? When Halloween's on a weekday like this, it's sick because the weekend before is Friday, Saturday, Sunday's Halloween time, and then it's kind of Halloween week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If When Halloween's on a Friday... There's nothing going on Wednesday. There's nothing <laughs> going on Thursday. They have Halloween Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, it's kind of over, right? Yep. I love that it's on a Tuesday this year, and it'll be on a Wednesday next year. Fuck yes. It's uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> At least in my opinion. And I think it's probably in Mark's, too. The only thing cooler than Halloween is, well, Christmas. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get into a little... Uh MDK. Oh, MDK, meaning uh, who would you... Well, or MFK, Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, we're going to do Mary Fuck Kill? I thought you were talking about Colson. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
I actually interesting fact about Colson though. I know we're doing scary music. I learned a co- something new about. You know, we all laugh about how he had to make a pop punk record with Travis, and then before that, he did the tickets, not tickets, my downfall, but he did that record with um, Young Blood. Did a song with him or whatever. Yeah. Do you know how bad the sales were? I didn't know the numbers. I got the numbers. Oh, yeah? I got the fucking real numbers on MGK's record, the one that had what was the one he did? Rap Devil, right? So he put out Rap Devil, and then Eminem did Kill Shot, and dude, you got you got. It's funny. It's funny. It's like MGK sales before Kill Shot, right? Like. 216,000 copies yeah. in America, you know, it's double platinum. Or sorry, that's halfway to gold. Um, then he'd go gold. You think he went gold on one record? And then after Kill Shot, he sold 12,000 copies <laughs> of the of the rap album before he did that Youngblood record. Yeah. That's why he went to do the the Youngblood thing. Cuz and then he was and he kept going on about how Eminem won't fucking let him won't play him on Shade 45 and that killed it. Like the numbers are Bro, Army Shot could sell more records if you dropped a new <laughs> if you dropped a new LP than than MGK doing a rap album. Like yeah. it's fucking hilarious how bad he did. That's why he started with got Travis. Like he was gonna go bankrupt. He was gonna become a uh uh hey, you remember 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 MGK? It was gonna be like that, man. Yeah. Travis Travis saved him from that. And that's why I fucking hate Travis Barker. I fucking hate <laughs> even though he's my favorite drummer in the whole world, I, I personally have a personal dispute with him. Number one, he's in the Illuminati. Because Kanye, they tried to get Kanye to join, and he was like, fuck you, motherfuckers. So they're like, all right, Kanye, we're going to ruin you and make everyone think you're insane, and then we're going to get Barker to marry this bitch, and then we're going to, you know, the Illuminati will continue stronger than ever. So I already hate the fact that we've got a guy that is trying to waken everybody to the fact that aliens exist in the same band as an Illuminati fucking head Freemason member. That's a bit fucked up, but he he is the single only reason because MGK was selling twelve thousand copies. That's it. You're done. You're over. It's done. It's time to go home. It's time to get a job at Pizza Pizza. And Travis, the only reason we're even still talking about that little fucking piece of shit is because of Travis. Yeah. I I hold a personal grudge against Travis now. <laughs> you have fucked up. You have made the music industry worse than it was. Why? Why would you? You're the drummer in Blink. Shut your fucking mouth. Play the drums and stop trying to do things that aren't drumming. You're on. I'm done with Travis. If he's, oh, I'm gonna put a hip hop record. In. I hope your plane goes down again, and I hope they fucking get you this time, Travis. <laughs> You've made enough great songs that I can listen to your timeless drumming, and 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 so can all the other kids that want to learn how to be as good as you. But you, as a person, your time on Earth has come up. You need to go. You need to get the fuck out. You and your Illuminati ways, your Freemason bullshit, and and the types of music that you're pushing on kids. Like fuck you. Fuck you, Travis. I fucking hate you. The Shot Pod does not support Travis Barker in any of his endeavors. All right. But we love Mark and Tom. They're cool. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mark and Tom, you can come on the Shot Pod anytime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So have you seen Ginger Snaps? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so do you know who American Mary is? She was. Yes. So American Mary is uh, the main protagonist that throughout the series, uh, I'm fairly certain she becomes a werewolf with, while her best friends like not you <laughs> why i don't think i completed the whole thing but yes i definitely remember okay so we're we're gonna go through uh we're just gonna go basically in order of of the ladies that we come across here american mary buffy summers from buffy the vampire yes or um uh, the uh farrah fawcett from rosemary oh from rosemary's baby 
So M- I'm not. I keep M- MFK. I think I'm marrying Buffy, just because Sarah Michelle is such a quality girl, and she's she just, just you know she's not in no she would never in no headlines. And, you know, Buffy Buffy just seems like the kind of girl that you'd want to marry up. You know, she seemed like she seemed loyal. She seemed like she'd kill a motherfucker for you. Until you piss her off. <laughs> look look at the other two options. Yeah. I'm killing Farrah Fawcett. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> I'm putting out right away. Yeah. Out, which leaves me. Just fucking American Mary. Yeah, just banging All once. Right. Just, yeah, but not calling her back would be a problem. So banging <laughs> her once and not, yeah. But I got Buffy to cover me. I'd say, I'd say, like, you could just disappear in the wind, but in the wind means your scent <laughs> is still blowing her way. However, I would probably do the Mary, Mary, American Mary, uh, fuck Buffy Summers and kill Farrah Fawcett. See, fuck Buffy the Vampire Slayer once and don't call her back and see how well that goes for you. Even I can't keep her off you, man. Uh, I mean, she did it. She had that happen to her enough with Angel in the series. Yeah, but that she, she t- didn't I, even kill Angel. I'm not trying to be mean, Mark, but you're not Angel, bro. You're, you're just some dude that fucked her and didn't call her back. It's, it's yeah. a little different. I know I'm not either. That's why yeah. I'm saying I'd marry her because I don't want to be on that bitch's bad side. I get the feeling uh, American Mary might be kind of like, well, it was a good lay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up we got uh, Elvira. You're going first on this one. Okay, we got Elvira. Which version? I mean, from when she was younger in all her specials. Okay. Uh, then we've got uh, the final girl, aka Sydney. Oh damn! And then uh, and then Graveyard Shift Sisters. Uh, I don't know that one. So this. You'll know her from 28 Days Later. Okay. I haven't watched those movies in a while. Okay. I got to do a rewatch on 28 All right. months and 28 Days Later. Also, 28 Days. Yeah. <laughs> the movie 28 Days. I love that. You ever see that? It's like, I love this trilogy, but I still don't understand the first film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great meme. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, okay. so me, I would probably... <sighs> Okay. You should probably get out of the way of that train that's about to run you over. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I would probably uh, probably marry Elvira. I think. Yeah, I think she, that's smart. I think she would keep. Uh, She's a keeper. Yeah. Make, uh, make a good sandwich in the morning. I'd probably fuck gra- uh, the girl from Graveyard, Sh- Graveyard Shift Sisters, the the one from Twenty Eight Days Later. Yep. And then uh, and then I would kill Sidney Prescott. I uh, yeah I see I I'd, I'd fuck Sidney Prescott for sure and then you'd kill the other but one? I other t- but then I'd marry Elvira and then kill the Great Red Shift Sisters yeah. which wouldn't work out because I'd be trying to kill them and they just keep coming back to alive <laughs> and it would not it wouldn't go well for me but yeah that's what I'd have to do you guys hear the voices in my head this is the only episode where you guys get to hear what I hear in my bipolar head every day it's fun fun for you guys <laughs> for you guys it's a fun Halloween episode for me it's every fucking day every decision every piss. Every meal, every time you punch it at work. These are the voices in my head going, just quit and kill them all, Alex. Just quit and kill them all. You're just like, no, I can't. Not today. I need a paycheck. We'll just do a, a, a couple, uh, just just a couple more rounds here. So we'll I'm do, down. Yeah, let's do a good few So more. we'll do uh, Jane Levy as Mia from the Evil Dead uh, okay. reboot. Uh, Pamela Voorhees. Uh, <laughs> show me the Pamela picture. Which one? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, they didn't do picture. picture. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or uh, and then the last one is Aaliyah as Akasha from Queen of the Dam. Oh! Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, Aaliyah's actually dead too. So fuck. Right. Yes. Yeah. She. Oh damn. That's tough, dude. 
You're thinking. Well, I gotta kill Pamela. You I gotta kill Pamela. I gotta kill Pamela Voorhees. You don't want to marry her? I I gotta fuck the Queen of the Dam. I mean, you think of the devotion to the one she loved. She literally killed an entire camp for her son. I know, but it's the voice. Yeah, that's a good boy. (laughs) Eat it. (laughs) You know. I couldn't, bro. You know her voice? Yeah, that's a good little boy. Eat it. <laughs> I don't get Mark to crack up that oh bad. Yeah, that's why I'm killing her. I can't. I can't. I couldn't do it. So a demon, a serial killer, or a vampire is your choice. For what? Sorry. As to marry, fuck, kill. Because Jane, uh, Jane Levy has Mia from Evil Dead. She's possessed. So you have a demon. So a I'm vampire. Ma- yeah, yeah. No, I'm marrying her then. So I'm marrying her. I'm killing Pamela, and I'm just going to fuck the Queen of the Damned and hope that I get there away with it. The Queen of the Damned, I think, is into that. Queen of the Damned doesn't want your <laughs> yeah. dick coming back like, hey, baby. You know, She's like, hey, baby. you, why, Dude, give me the D. Get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm the Queen of the Damned. I'm here to... Re- In fact... She, she, she does that awkward, like, I gotta go. Jeez, no, no, no. Was that my phone? She, no, she, yeah, and then she's like, oh, I gotta go, and then she just <laughs> twists your dick right off with her, like, <laughs> with her with gorilla grip, <laughs> and then runs away with it still in her. Like, I'm and, not done yet. And then you're you're like I know you've you've taken my dick off, but I'm still somehow still turned on. I'm still, and then she's like, "You see, you're you're being a stage five clinger right now." All right, <laughs> and she's running away. She's <laughs> like, "Keep thinking dirty thoughts. Keep it hard for me. I got an errand." She's running. A queen of the damned is dope. She's she's DTF in all the best. Ways. Uh, I would probably go the same order as you there. Yeah. Okay. So we can agree on that one. Yeah. We can agree on Natasha that one. Henstridge in Species, Megan Fox, oh, Jennifer's no. Body, or Grown Up Linda Blair. Uh, from like L- Linda Blair. Well, Linda Blair, uh, Regan from The Exorcist, but in part two, she's like teenage, so she's, she's like kind of cute. Is she, I don't, I can't picture it. Can't picture the, her in Exorcist too. I can only picture the girl in the first one. <laughs> that's why it's yeah, yeah. That's why. so kill i'll just kill the kid i'll go with kill the kid because i'm not fucking or marrying it <laughs> i can kill a kid if the, if the choice is kill the kid fuck the kid or marry the kid i'll just kill the kid and do it and do it and do it uh do it uh do it what's the word i'm looking for here like do it a favor because nobody wants the rest of that yeah she's supposed to be the, like the teenager in exorcist oh i remember her now yeah, yeah baby face such a baby face yeah. <sighs> yeah i'm killing her still yeah. still yeah. killing her you 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 go first though Okay, so uh, Linda Blair, she's got to go. She got to go. All right. Um, yeah, but it, that leaves you with some fun <laughs> options here. You're gonna marry, uh, you're gonna marry the girl from Species. I mean, the that's girl, a you got to. I don't even think you can. You should have killed her. You can't fuck her or marry her. She's gonna get you. Yeah, she's 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 gonna praying mantis my ass. That's basically. a losing. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh. But but so is Jennifer's body. They they both kill you. So worth, it's like uh, worth it though. Worth it though. In yeah. in that situation, it's like yeah, get, fine, okay. All right, all right. Can, do I get to finish before you start gutting? I okay. You. In which case, it would be a a, a fuck uh, Megan Fox and Jennifer's body and a Mary Natasha Anstridge because I'm dead. Either up way. top, up top. <laughs> we can agree on this one as well. It's the only way to go. It's only because if we kill the species girl. Then I gotta marry the fucking exorcist broad. She's oh god. You know, I've I've been married to irritating women before once <laughs> yeah. in my life already. I don't want to do it again. That's the worst horror story. Then when she, when she ends is. up talking like a dude, and you're like, oh dude, you're a dude. Or if her head does a three sixty while you're fucking, oh, man, I'd be kind of hot. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that means you made her come on a new level. If she's just yeah. like, oh my god, baby, just head does a three sixty, like yeah. damn, I'm good. 
<laughs> or she's going down on you while spinning her head. That's oh! called that's called an oopsie daisy. <laughs> or you, you can like run circles around her while she's doing it. Your head just follows your dick you know, the whole time. Man, we're messed up. <laughs> Jesus, this is, this is the portion of the shot pod that we're not proud of. This is the part that they play back ten years from now and they try to cancel us. <laughs> Although according to Bill C A T, we might be canceled a lot sooner than we thought. You know, I was reading into the specifics of that streaming bill, and it's like. There's a yeah, like we're gonna have to we gotta keep we'll have to keep our stuff on the DL by the end of the year. <laughs> um, how many fun fun Halloween me? Uh, do you want to do one more Mary Fuck Kill? Um, and then I was just gonna ask about some fun Halloween memes. Have you seen some, what are your favorite ones? One of my favorite ones is be careful with candy and your kids. I found a piece of shit in my kid's Snicker bar, and somebody just puts <laughs> a picture of Justin Trudeau on the side of the Snickers bar, and I have fun. I'll tell you, I haven't laughed at one. That one Halloween meme, but that one I stopped an open mouth. Ha! Right, you know, one of those knee slappers. Ha! You got me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I also I've seen some fuck Mary kill. Um, one of my favorite ones is when it's like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi in the elevator with Anakin, and he's like, Anakin, fuck Mary kill, and he just says Padme. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so fucking funny to me. I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love. So okay, so um, we got uh, Laurie Strode from Halloween. Yeah, yeah. She, at the time, she was the looker. Yeah. Uh, Kate Beckinsale from Underworld. Oh, this is a done deal. Uh, and Ver- Vera Farmiga from The Conjuring. I don't not familiar with Conjuring as as much. Um, give me a little bit of backstory on her. What's her deal? Uh, did you ever see the Bates Motel TV series as well? No, no, no. Sorry, dude. But uh, just give me the quick primer. Like, what's she like? What's her character like? Uh, well, as uh, I mean, she's a very family-oriented uh, woman in The Conjuring, uh, but she's also like she's the one that gets possessed and becomes she, bad. She's she's the psychic. Like, okay, yeah, I can feel the presence here. This place is haunted. Shit. Is she hot? She, 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 she oh yeah, yeah. She got a presence about her. Oh oh. Well, wait, 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 wait. So you saw the Departed. You didn't like it, but you saw the Departed. I did right? see the Departed. So she's the chick that's dating Matt Damon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very pretty. Okay. I gotta say that, that, dude, this is a tough one. You want to, <laughs> you want to try? You want to take this one on? Because <sighs> okay, uh, I'm gonna say uh, Mary Vera Farmiga. Uh, fuck um, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, <sighs> and then kill Laurie Strode. I gotta marry Kate Beckinsale just because this is like a lifelong dream of mine. Yeah, I just. But then, but then you also I think with Laurie Strode, be like in a couple of years, you could look like your count, uh, what you looked like in True Lies. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just fuck her, and then and then I'll kill. I'll kill. I'll have to kill your Conjuring girl. Sorry. Yeah. I know she. She should be an easy kill. She'd be like, "You're doing what? I said something bad's gonna happen." <laughs> <laughs> or she sees it coming and gets you first. I'll, I knew you were good. I knew it. You know. I knew it. I'll I'll take that risk <laughs> if I get one night with Kate Beckinsale. That's all I have to say. I'm telling you, man. Kate looks amazing in those movies. And she she's one of those only Hollywood girls that isn't all pumped full of plastic surgery. She looks exactly like she used to. <laughs> uh, she, she, I've seen her recently, and she she looks good. Like I don't okay. know, some of them look like so fake. Here, here's people. a bonus round. Uh, let's do uh, Jessica Biel in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, or um, who else was I thinking here? Uh, Christina Ricci. Oh in, no! In the Morticia cosplay picture. Oh, I thought you were gonna say more her in in Sleepy Hollow. Well, because yeah, that's, that's a that's a Christina Ricci that like woo. 
She's like 19 or something. <laughs> Fresh meat, man. That was like 99, 2000. Yeah. I hope Johnny Depp got up in that. I think he did, didn't he? Was he with Richie for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, Johnny. Anyways, um, all the hot ones, all the hot, crazy ones. Johnny's fucking them for us. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> just just ripping through them, letting us know. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. Give it to me one more time. Read them out again. So Jessica Beale from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Sherry Moon Zombie, or Christina Ricci as Morticia in her cosplay. Fuck. This is so hard. No, this is too hard. I can't do this one. You're gonna have to do this because <laughs> I'm gonna say Sh- Sherry Moon Zombie's getting the axe. Yeah, I we can agree on that. <laughs> we can agree on that. But it's this. It's this. Who do we marry and who do but we? But then, but then for me, I'm gonna choose to marry Jessica Beale. Um and then have to act, uh just fuck Christina Ricci. I'll marry Ricci then. I'll I'll save her. I'll save <laughs> save her from all the demons and then I'll have to just suffer the consequences of uh, banging and not calling back, <laughs> back <laughs> Jessica Biel because I mean she's pretty much just there to get killed. So I don't think it should just be like oh he's not texting back. You know it won't be a real big deal. <laughs> so in the Morticia cause, oh, I mean too yeah. much. Give me your phone. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Richie's just the just so beautiful and not traditional beautiful. Like there's hot girls like Margot Robbie's a traditional hot girl, you know. Like who else? There's the, you know typical looking uh, Charlize Theron, you know. Like there's 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 the blonde bombshells. R- Christina Ricci is like a, you know, she's weird looking. She's got those those <laughs> fucking uh, fish eye eyeballs, you know, like like a, like a guppy. And she's got she does and she's got the, her lips and everything are all disproportionate. She's got a giant fucking forehead, and she's just so bangable. Somehow, on top of all that, she's just so so beautiful, even with all that. It's strange how how some of them. I, I've always been like that. Like girls that are not traditional looking, I I'm attracted to. You know what I mean? That are they're not the typical looking people. You know what I mean? That they look a little outside of the box. Like even like the girl that I'm with is like. Like, she's got, like, these Asian-looking eyes. Like, you know what I mean? There's some Asian... I asked her about this. I pulled on college. She's like, holy fuck, you can... I was like, I can tell. And most people can't. But, like, yeah, generation before the last, there's, like... Kind of like my family. Not a lot of people can look at me and see a native in me. But, like, I got an eighth in there. And if you saw my grandparents, like, you'd be like, yeah. As they say, the racist term in New Brunswick, everyone says, oh, I got some squaw in you, do you? That's what they all... <laughs> that's how they all talk out there, Right. Uh, or they tell you, oh, you've been hanging out on the reserve, have you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, But, yeah, like I, I'm pretty good with that stuff. So, yeah, women that just look a little different. Christine is one of them, and not a lot of famous women get like that. Yeah. They're, you know, they all look like Amber Heard or um, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> you know? Like, they all look like these same fucking blonde bimbo, same cookie-cutter bodies, cookie-cutter faces. You know? I yeah. like a little, I mean, that Christina Ricci bottom, that's a round bottom, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, that's not um, a skinny bitch bottom. That's a nice round bottom. We sound like total misogynists here, but then you look at I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, and then yeah. you see Je- Jessica Beale in there where she's literally like smacking her own ass, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know they know what they're doing. They know. What they're doing. Yeah. You know, anyways, yeah. That's this. This has been a fun game. I want for those that don't know, for any women that listen, the four of you. Um, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill is a game that we've all played with you. If you if you're wondering if you're, like, I wonder if anybody. Yep, we all, everybody. You have come. I up mean, they've it. done the same. Like they're they're doing the same thing. I'm gonna be real. If you are in a room, you think a man girl fuck Mary girl, Kill? Girls are talking like dirty talk, and you're just like a fly on the wall. Like if you've ever managed to do that, because I have. You know, you've been working someplace. Maybe you're in the bathroom or you're in the lunchroom, and you can hear the. It's probably your phone too close to it. Yeah. 
It's yeah, because it's that's the sound of it bringing yeah. a single in. Yeah. You probably can't hear it because we've done a test with this, yeah, where we listen chair. back and you can't hear it in the recording. But while we're recording live, if you hold your phone too close to the recording software, our uh, our Zoom, you're gonna hear like a small little. You hear like a ticka 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 ticka. Do you remember back in the day when you were playing guitar? When you're you you remember this? Yeah. You're pl- you got your distortion way up. The f- if you stop playing, the feedback's like. Ah! So you got to like, as soon as you're done playing, you got to turn the volume on your guitar off. Now your amp just makes like a yeah. while you're waiting for this next song to start. And what did you hear? You'd be sitting there and you hear. <laughs> right? And then ring, your phone would go off. Yeah. Oh, I got a text. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So if you're wondering how many signals are going into, why we all have cancer. And why everybody's dropping like flies? Well, between pumping experimental poison into yourself as the government mandated, and that, which is literally every PlayStation, every cell phone, every... Right now, we're whole, this thing's going yeah. dup dup up in our brain. That's going dup dup up. This mic is a cardioid mic, so it has a small eminence coming electronic interference out of it, because that's why it's got three wires. Yeah. So... Those three wires ground themselves out, but I don't have a third wire in me to ground me, so that frequency is going right into my veins, like right yeah. into my blood. This motherfucker, which is our Canon camera when it was on and recording, has its own aura. And then we've got that fucking light over there, which is now, because that's not a traditional ha- uh, uh, condescent bulb, that's what they, I don't know what they call this. Help me out. I mean, that's just an LED. Yeah, but that's a light-emitting diode. Yeah. That, em- it literally emits... Shit, it's emitting some type of frequency, <laughs> okay. right? That's going into our blood. It's just crazy when you think about how much. Think about the 90s. Think when you were a kid holding your Game Boy in your basement. Was it that like that? It wasn't like that. The Game Boy had a little bit of that, but all your lights were condescent, so none of them were giving off that aura, giving off that buzz, that noise. We didn't have all... You most. I didn't have a TV in my room when I was 13. Nope, didn't have one then. When did I get a TV in my room? Actually... These are straight facts. I think I had a computer before I had a TV in my room. Nope, I had a I had a CRT with a VCR when I was fifteen. I got okay. it. It took me till I was fifteen years old to get it. But like that, there was not I had that in a stereo. That was it. My whole fucking room. Nothing. And now, even now in my room, I've got eight or nine things emitting all this cancer causing shit into my into my into me. So yeah, are we uh, are we gonna call call it on part one? We're calling it on part one. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, part one of episode ninety seven. We will be getting to part two right now.